0: Thank you for your time, members of the board. My name is Jeff I've been in the Lake Corps for 16 years. I have six children; four is still in the system today. I also note that I'm a veteran of six years active service in the United States Marine Corps, and as we speak tonight, I have a son serving as an infantryman right now. Um, throughout the span of this pandemic, we've gone from last March when our governor and Dr. Ezekiel told us the risks were very low. Until last count, we've seen a multitude of mandates, edicts, and reversals. Excuse only... me.
1: I'm very sorry, but it is a requirement that while we're in this building, that you have to oh, keep your to... mouth and nose. Yes, I'm sorry. Of course, it's your rules. Of course. It's the... actually Governor Pritzker's no, no, rule. I
0: mean for purposes of that. So the reversals only seem to sow confusion and exhaustion for us as citizens and especially parents. Sadly, this war on coronavirus has now become a war of truths and opposing truths, and it's resulted in waning degrees of faith in our institutions and our ever-changing guidance. It appears over the summer, the district would be content with a mass choice policy, including that position being taken potentially by our superintendent. And it was supported publicly by our Senator, Julie Morrison. Sadly, with the threats leveled at all the Illinois schools, we've been cornered into adopting it if attractive, it seems. ISBE's one size fits all policy of mandating an all encompassing mass position has rendered both parents and boards like this impotent on the most basic issues, namely, what's the best environment for our children to learn in. With a single piece of correspondence from ISBE, the state took elected and regulatory boards, such as these, completely out of the picture, not to mention parents. I'll remind everyone this mandate came from an unelected official. All possible positions taken from boards and parents through our state should be considered. It would seem the administration expects us to accept this intellectually lazy approach one-size-fits-all. And it seems they expect that we're going to abide by these mandates with little fuss. I implored the board not to accept this policy. The mere fact this eating's being I- implemented the, it, under threat not to this body, not to us as parents, but to our children, tells us about the intellectual dishonesty of this policy. They're not saying we're going to penalize the board. We're not going to penalize parents. We're going to take away your ability to compete in high school athletics. We're going to penalize you financially. We're going to take away your accreditation. In correspondence to uh, Representative uh, Batnick just last week, our governor said we cannot adopt a one-size-fits-all policy when dealing with corona at the school level. In the strongest possible terms, I solicit this body to adopt a mass choice policy. No one here is anti-mask. In fact, we're pro-mask for those who wish to do so. More importantly, we're pro-choice as it relates to the wearing mask. Ultimately, we're also pro board pro-parent, and most importantly, pro-student. It should be noted that the entire term of this pandemic, according to the Illinois Department of Public Health through last weekend, sadly, 25 children under the age of 18 died as a result of COVID and 80% suffered comorbidities. It's natural to be concerned about the state's response to this policy, but to be clear, the state must completely adhere to 23 Illinois Administrative Code, 425, and the applicable subsections.
2: Thank you so much. Three minutes have elapsed.
0: Great. Thank you.
1: Thank you very much.
3: Hello. My name is Joe Severino, and I'd like to congratulate everybody that uh, won an award tonight. I... Full disclosure, I'm running for 10th District Congress. I'm a a resident of Lake Forest, and I have five children that are in our schools. And outside of seeing a man beat a woman today in MMA and totally decimate her uh, physically and emotionally, I thought I'd get through the day without seeing something so disgusting again until I saw who's the the leader here? That was outside whining to a woman and threatening to drag her out or have somebody escort her out with a two-year-old child by her you should exercise a little bit more emotional intelligence if you want to lead you do it you should have tapped one of your female board members here to ask her to have a private conversation rather than embarrass and threaten her so to start off on the right foot in a community that's not the way to do it i think it was appalling and i'd like you if you don't mind to read the disclaimer on the mask box here if you if you can read it
0: your public participation is for you to interact so i'm not going to read but thank you so much for the offer
3: okay well i'll help you it says the mask doesn't work so why are you forcing students To wear something that I'm sorry, I'm going to have
1: to just remind you of the fact that all those speaking are expected to act with respect and civility. And I would like you to
3: that would include not interrupting me when I do speak. Thank you.
1: It is my job as the board president. Masks
3: do not work. Um, Masks do not work. Please don't interrupt me. I, I I'm on a time limit here. I'm asking every person sitting on this board to step down. And if not, I'm going to personally organize a recall because I'm sick and tired of seeing pseudo-intellectuals. And I went to Harvard Business School, so I know something about leadership. I studied it with the foremost leaders on earth to sit here and dictate to parents and try to be a first educator when your responsibility is secondary education. Our kids come to school with their morals intact and they should go home with them. You're indoctrinating kids and the behavior of this board, the behavior of this board is appalling. Thank you for your time.
1: Um, Hello, my name is Anna Kikotam and I just have something to say to you who call yourself a leader. I just wanna remind you that you are not a leader, you serve us, you are a servant to our community. And you should not think of yourself as a leader because you said earlier today that you you were a leader. You're not a leader. You're a servant.
4: Hello, my name is Eli James. I'm not a citizen of Lake Forest. I'm a resident of Chicago, but I'm a constitutional scholar and a Vietnam veteran who is really upset about what's going on in America today with regard to COVID hoax. That's what it is. It's a hoax. It's being rammed down our throats from the top down without the people's input. Okay? This is a dictatorship, and I appreciate the situation you're in because you're following these mandates that are coming down from Governor Pritzker, who has violated the law. He only ha- by law, he only has one month to mandate all these restrictions. He has violated that by extending it beyond a one-month period. He has not consulted the Illinois legislature to extend these things. This is dictatorship. Yeah, yeah. This is not democracy. Yeah. Yeah. Abraham Lincoln had a vision in the middle of the Civil War. I see in the near future a crisis approaching that unnerves me and causes me to tremble for the safety of my country as a result of the war, which is the Civil War. Listen. Corporations have been enthroned, and an, an era of corruption in high places will follow. And the money power, that is the bankers and the corporations, Sir, can you pull country, up your mask, will please, endeavor to pro- prolong Sir? Its reign thank you by working upon the prejudices of the people, namely your fears of getting sick, until all wealth is aggregated in a few hands and the Republic is destroyed. Are we there yet? Are we there yet? We're there. Okay. Notice notice that Lincoln said the money power Will endeavor to prolong its reign by the establishment of monopolistic corporations. Big Pharma, Bill Gates, Dr. Fauci, Wuhan Lab works in cooperation with the American Big Pharma. These people are evil and they want to destroy this nation because why? Because America is the only constitutional republic on the face of the earth and they hate freedom. Thank
5: you. Hello, my name is Taylor Cottom. I am a parent here in Lake Forest. Uh, I had two, uh, two reasons why I wanted to come here. First is uh, community involvement. Uh, I also noticed that, uh, that you called yourself a leader. I do think it is important that you project yourself as a servant, so. Um, First, as a, my background is I come from an audit background. So I look at processes and I look at risks and I look at controls. And I'm, I've been looking at, uh, Julie actually was helping me today. Thank you, Julia. Um, I, I was looking at some of the processes. Uh, for example, the tender process uh, and some of the risks around that. The risk would be that somebody might be self-dealing or might have some conflict of interest that they did not disclose. Now, um, between the and you have controls around to stop that from happening. The controls include, um, a, a for all contracts above twenty-five thousand, you have to have a uh, public uh, public announcement. Second, you have to have a public has to be notified, and then you have to have a public opening of the of the tenders. The third one, you need to have a public voting on on the. Uh, on all the all the things, and I'm not going to say anything right now. But I just want to let you know that I've been, I'm looking at this and I'm going over the last 12 months, and I'm going to be reviewing that. Uh, the second reason why I'm here is because I am a father and I have a I have daughter in the system, and I just want to let you know that one of the things that COVID did that was very positive is it put kids in Zoom rooms. And you're going to say that was negative, but I think that was positive because some people came out of it realizing that they don't have to sit there and go to the school that, the, that, they're, that they were assigned. They can actually opt on another school. And right now, if you go online, the cost of a private school, which is mostly online, is about $250 a month. And these are regionally credited and nationally credited. And I just want to let you know that if you do not like, if that the, the parents do not like the mask policy, if they do not like being locked up, quarantined in a room, if they do not like being indoctrinated, that there are other options. And please, if the parents would talk to me and we can, uh, we can have a discussion offline, because that's what we're doing, because I am not going to allow my, my children to come here and, and be under these policies. Not until these are released will I let my kids come back. Thank you.
6: Uh, Good evening. Uh, My name is Jeff Ginnedley. Some of you up there may recognize my name. Uh, Welcome to our new superintendent and principal. Uh, I have to compliment the prior board. I think they did a fabulous job selecting you to come in and fill. I'm here tonight very basically to remind the newly elected board members that while we had an interesting political campaign and congratulations on your victory, You've got a great turnout here tonight, but I'm here to represent the 2,496 voters who did not vote for you. The 2,496 voters who wanted an independent school board, a board that would stand for the community and represent the community. I will compliment my former running incumbents here who won and we lost. By the end of the election, you successfully confused the community to believe that the left track was the same as the Let's Do It Better ticket. I was fielding phone calls in the winding days of the elections and they kept saying, Jeff, explain to me the difference between the left track and Let's Do It Better. At one time, they were never for opening the schools. At one time, they were never about all the things that you talk about in Let's Do It Better, but miraculously, you moved to the right. And to a single person who called me, my message was very simple. Irrespective of who wins, I want this community to win. I didn't care if I won or if you won. I just wanted the kids to win. We didn't get into this campaign for anything other than the children. You're here for the kids. And to a person, I explained to them that words are cheap, actions speak volumes. I hope you prove me wrong, and your actions will show that they were not cheap words that were just said to win an election, but they're actually going to be actions and take back the school board take it away from the communist direction that we're in you can call it what you will this is evil in the world these are our kids who are being corrupted a mandate a mandate is not a law and sally you're an attorney you know the difference between a mandate and a law someone said to me You wear a seatbelt, Jeff. Absolutely, that's a law. A mandate is not a law. The overreach that's happening in this country, the overreach that's happening from Springfield is in your hands. You can stop that tonight. And the 2,496 people who did not vote for you are hoping that you will. Thank you.
1: I am going to have to ask you to put a mask on. That would be great.
7: Hello, my name is Lynn Ulrich. I'm a nurse anesthetist. I've been been practicing for about 35 years. Here in the U.S. just recently, we had a day of remembrance for 9-11. I have a question for everyone here, including the board. What caused the third building on 9-11, the 50-story tall building, to collapse at free-fall speed on that day. After 9-11, driven by fear, some of our freedoms were stolen away. The Patriot Act was installed. Airports were filled with x-ray machines, and we were forced to remove shoes, and head full-body pat-down assaults became common. Interesting how in an emergency and fear are easily answered by our government with loss of our liberties, not their liberties. Compare 9-11 with what's going on right now. Again, we have an emergency and fear answered by the US government puppets, politicians, governors, unelected bureaucrats, state board of educations by stealing our freedoms and they're coming for our kids. We know that. Many people have been fooled by the fear and the constant drum of brainwashing, but many have not, and we're all here tonight. If we cower with fear at this time, letting these evil, violent extremists smother our children and take away their faces, their dignity, and their rights with the lie of security, they will know we are cowards and fools, and they will push on with the vaccine passport lie. I think these violence extremists have many names, presidents, Congress, globalists, central bankers, United Nations, Davos Group, Rockefellers, health departments, the list goes on. Their ultimate goal is full control of humans with a vaccine passport and social credit system. We will not be able to go to the grocery, fly in an airplane, go to football games, or even out to dinner without having their poison cocktail injected into our bodies and our children's bodies. Look at the power they are yielding right now. Parents are yelling at the top of their voices for schools to stop smothering their kids and forcing them to reinhale waste products to absolutely no avail. For the most part, parents have been ignored, spoken down to, and have had the police called on them. Will this experimental injection be forced next Let's ask these two kids up here. Actually, it is already being done. It's coerced upon millions of unsuspecting naive students. When will this horrible Nazi tyranny end? It will never end until we force it to end. Thank you.
8: My name is Mike Colash, I live in Lake Bluff. I'm a freshman and my daughter graduated last year. I just wanted to be here to be somebody to speak up and say, it's a piece of cloth, whatever you put on your face. It is not a communist plot. It's really not that big of a deal. I haven't heard a single argument that really convinces me if the box says, it doesn't protect you, you might want to pick a different mask. Or perhaps you might want to think about they're just protecting themselves legally in our litigious society. There's, a, there's an explanation for that. The way masks work is to protect others. Watch an episode of MASH from the 70s. Why are they wearing masks? Are they afraid that they're gonna get shot because the person they're operating on was shot. They are trying to protect the other person. That's why we wear masks.
2: Um, My name is Andrea Baldi. I have three kids in the district. Um, Actually, I have three kids. Um, Two of them go to St. Mary's because y'all didn't open last year. Um, I have one in seventh grade at DPM. Um, Just to follow up on what that gentleman just stated um, and to follow up, what. Uh, you Dr. Montgomery stated, 12 cases per 100,000 people in Lake County. I mean, what are we doing? Um, The hospitalization rate is between one and 5%. Do you guys know this? Do you even know these facts? I mean, what is it gonna take? Is it gonna take one case per 100,000? Is it going to take a hospitalization rate of negative one? I mean, what is anyone? There are plenty of, sorry, this is annoying. There are plenty of smart people in this room. We have layers upon layers of salary in our district. What are you guys doing to push back on this? What are you doing? A mandate is not a law. Jenny, you said, our kids' happiness is most important, right? Do you know what my eight-year-old said after her first year of school? I said, what was the best part of school today, honey? She said, I could take my mask off at lunch and recess and I could see my friends' faces. That's what makes them happy. So
7: if it's the most important, what are you doing
2: about it? What are you doing about these masks? I wanna know, this room wants to know. Is anyone pushing back on the Lake County Health Department? Is anyone? Is anyone calling them every day saying, when can we take the mask off the kids? Do you guys have a plan? Or are you just sitting there like sheep? I'm done.
9: Uh, as a student at Lake Forest High School, um, I. I think a possible solution for making sure the student's input is heard is rather a survey um, than argumentative discourse to the students at our school through a survey poll put out saying what their thoughts are on masks um, rather than making normative statements based on their values that are perceived. um, I think that could be a potential solution. Thank you. My name is Jamison Starks. I have a freshman, a fourth grader, and a recent college grad, a recent high school graduate. Now I sat here. Is your name Jennifer? I watched you touch your mask a hundred and forty-three times.
7: Can you pull your mask
9: up okay. over your nose, please? Thanks. Now I am up here. I am up here right now. Nobody's cleaned this off. You're a doctor. You're a doctor.
2: Can you pull your mask up over your nose, please?
9: I feel like there's a challenge here but that's cool i'll put it over my nose so we got some doctors up here is that how you do the operating room because i know i saw an email come over from a doctor that compared walking into the school as if walking into an operating room now i don't know about you guys but i never thought that when my kids walk through the door every single day at the school they're walking through an operating room sorry my daughter has the same problem with her mask you guys can't solve that either So at the end of the day, what are we doing here, guys? What are we doing? What are you doing? Are you going to step up and have courage and do what's right for our kids? Because right now, you're not doing anything. You're sitting there. You're sleeping. You guys are sitting here doing nothing. Step up and be freaking leaders. That's what you got brought on the board for. Do it. God bless. God bless America.
10: Good evening everyone. My name is Kelly Moorhead and I just have a question for the board. We look at all these numbers that were given, we have st- excuse me, statistics daily. And one thing I'd like to know if these masks are doing what some or all think they are, what is the nurse coming back with with the amount of strep that's going through our schools? And the amount of other infections that kids are getting and being passed around because it's not from sharing a water bottle. They have mass on if they're working, we wouldn't have the amount of strep and other things that we have going on in our schools right now, something to think about.
11: Good evening, everyone. Um, Thank you for coming to the meeting and for your courage to speak up, even when it might not be the popular thing to do, it's the right thing to do. I'm gonna read a quote. Um, It's by Ronald Reagan. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream. It must be fought for. It must be protected and handed on for them to do the same. Or one day we will spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it was once like in the United States when men and women were free. Please, school board, you took an oath when you took this position to follow the law and protect our constitution and protect the kids in our schools, protect their freedoms, protect the constitution. Go back and talk to who you need to talk to and have the courage to give kids choice give them choice let Ispe send you a letter and threaten you to shut down your school and take back the diplomas because it is not a law it is not a law nothing was passed in legislation for them to take those things away they are threats it will take 90 to 120 days for you to have to go to hearings and figure it out, but you give them choice for 120 days. And if the law is passed, then you can put those masks back on, but there is no law for these kids to have to wear these masks. Please have the courage to fight for these kids' freedoms. Please do it for the kids. Everyone say it together freedom of thought. Say it again.
10: Freedom of
11: thought. Everyone say it together. Freedom of choice. Everyone say it louder together. Freedom of choice. your job you took an oath to do it i am asking you respectfully i am asking you kindly this is a free country there is no law written that says our kids need to wear these there is no law written Thank you so much. that they have 3 to minutes have elapsed or they have to do anything else fight for the kids in this school do it
12: My name is Janice Scott. I am actually here not asking for your permission or considerations. I'm not here looking for your allowance you 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 can authorize for me and my family. Would you
1: please put a mask on? Because we
12: are the parents, guardians, and protectors of our offspring. Excuse me, would you please put a mask on? I know this to be true because instincts, society, and the laws tell me so. It is the general jurisprudence that policy does not supersede laws. For example, the Constitution guarantees equal protection under the law to all people.
4: Can you please put a mask on, ma'am?
12: No one can deprive any person of life, liberty, or property without due process of law which is what you all will not be following. I move that the board testing, recess the meeting for, meeting for 10 time.
1: minutes until such time as the, Illinois law, the board. Illinois state law,
12: specifically 745, meeting, says, that business, says that it's unlawful for any an person, manner, public or private institution, institution so any person in any so manner to public discriminate public. against wow. us. Mr. Noble. Because of such person's conscientious refusal to receive, obtain, accept, perform, assist counsel, suggest, recommend, refer, or participate in any way, in any particular form of health care services contrary to his or her own conscience? Mr. Noble? Do you actually believe that by not wearing a mask, not being vaxxed, and not testing is making others sick or putting them at risk? Mr. Burns? If that's the case and by law, you need to prove that you need to prove that we are a public health. You all need to prove that.
0: Here, Mr. Noble here.
1: May I, sorry. So moved. May I have a second? Second. May I have a roll call vote, please? Julia. Ms. Zinser here. Mr. Burns here. Dr. Schaubacher here, Dr. Benson
0: here, Mr. Noble here,
2: Ms. Davis here, or I am
1: (laughs) motion carries. Okay. um, If we are finished with public comment, I'm sorry, ma'am. I do need to ask you to wear a mask. Thank you. Is there anyone? What?
9: Sure.
10: Well,
4: as, as long as everybody wears a mask who is here in the building, independent of in the hallway or that includes teenagers.
1: Yeah. Does she have a mask? Do you need, do you need a mask young lady? Yeah. Thank you. Can you please
11: cover your nose?
4: Ma'am, you need to cover your no- nose and wear this mask properly. Otherwise, we're not going to have a meeting.
10: Okay. Uh, I had a, th- hello. I had, um, thank you. I don't know if many of you know me, but, um, about four years ago, I was in a coma or
1: having, having, um,
10: pneumonia. I had double pneumonia and I died. Yep. Yeah. Thank you, God. Thank you so much for letting me come back to this. But in the process of that, I got terrible polyps and scars on my lungs. And actually I'm not allowed to wear a mask because it causes infections. I'm sure you doctors know this. When you have polyps on your lungs, you can't keep breathing in the mold and bacteria You guys don't seem to understand that other people, there are circumstances that people have that they can't wear the mask. Anyway, I wasn't gonna go through that, but as long as we're talking medical histories.
1: Could I ask you to tell us your name?
10: Yeah, it's Laura Lindemann. Thank you. Hello. Hi, (laughs) I'm glad to be with you guys tonight. Okay, well, I thought long and hard about what I was gonna say. I stressed and stressed and stressed. And I probably wrote 20 different things and the last board meeting I wrote 20 different things and I didn't come up because I, I just felt like bad for you guys because I think you are trying at something. I think your Friday folly letter that you sent out was awesome, I have to say. It gave me like a little tiny bit of hope that there's somebody that has a clue of what's going on. You, superintendent, I I don't know that much about you, but I think you seem like a nice man. Okay, so anyway, I keep waiting for you guys to open your eyes to the reality of what's happening in our world, not just in Lake Forest, in the entire world. Um, You're experiencing something called a diabolical delusion, or you are simply just ignoring the truth. Shame to those in positions of power that continue to physically and psychologically abuse our children. Every morning, I feel queasy sending my boys into the belly of the beast where they are forced to wear a muzzle and unable to breathe freely for eight hours at a time. These masks are inefficient. We know this. They are perfect breeding ground for mold and bacteria. Masks make it very difficult to breathe and communicate. How can we learn? How are the kids learning with these on? Ah, it's baffling to me because severe issues such as respiratory function, such as lowering oxygen in the blood, headaches, dizziness, confusion, gum disease, tooth decay, acne. What are you doing? It doesn't add up. Thank you so much. Three minutes have elapsed. I'm not done yet, but I'm so close. The bad outweighs the good that masks could ever do. The problems that we're getting from masks could never, ever, ever hold a candle. Open your eyes to the truth. Dig deep in your hearts where if you have a soul, your conscience dwells. You know that something ain't right. This whole situation is saturated in propaganda, fear and deception. Seriously, what's the end game? Where do you draw the line? And at what point will you be willing to stand up for the truth? May God bless and protect our children from this political theater we have all come to know as COVID-19 pandemic. And may God have mercy on your souls.
4: Mr. Linder, Mr. Linder, would you be so nice and offer the ladies in the hallway a mask?
1: Um, I would like to say one thing. My name's Allison Graff. Marcus, I've been watching you the whole night. You're not paying attention to anything but who's wearing a mask and who's not. You sit
11: back like this and you're happy to...
1: We're on to you, and we're sick of it. Mm-hmm. We're done with the attitude.
11: Pay attention to what people are saying. Can They're you cover your nose, a please? Reason. Sally, stop it! Stop it! <laughs> Can you cover your nose, please? It's on my nose. Don't act like you
1: really care. You're only doing it to try to prove a point, right? Marcus, please pay attention to these people. Stop worrying about who's wearing a mask and listen to the words that people are saying.
13: Uh, My name is Hollis Bloom, and I just want to- Can you cover your
10: your nose, please? Sorry.
13: Sorry. I just, I'm, I'm here to put some perspective on the virus um, because I just feel we need choice. Since this COVID started for a year and a half ago, either personally I know or I know somebody who knows. This isn't like seven degrees of separation, it's one. One child who has drowned, two who have committed suicide, one Who's died from an accidental overdose, Uh, one who died in a plane crash, and then one who was one of my very best friends growing up, her daughter was electrocuted on the L-Tracks. That's six kids who I know or know of a friend who knows personally who have died. I know no children and this is, this is in our communities, not just Lake Forest, Lake Bluff, but Northbrook, Deerfield, Wilmette, right in our, in our area, in our communities. I know of no children within this same area who have died from COVID. We just need choice. We need to take back our power. Thank you.
0: Else? Madam President, uh, board again, thank you. My name is Jeff Brinkett. My mask uh, covers my nose. And uh, I just want to say that I'm getting to the good part. 420, the 420 statute, 425 in Illinois Code right now outlines the process the state needs to. I'm sorry, young
1: lady. I don't want to have to adjourn the meeting. I would ask you to follow the mask guidelines. Thank you very much.
0: May I ask your indulgence to start over?
1: Go ahead, yes.
0: Okay. 425 Administrative Code of Illinois outlines the exact procedure the state needs to take to consider revocation of accreditation. It mandates a formal procedure of notice, appeal, meeting with the original head of the Illinois State Board of Education, a hearing conducted by a licensed administrative review officer in the state of Illinois, which must be a licensed attorney and licensed to practice in Illinois now 15 states excuse me 15 schools have maintained their mass choice policy subsequent to the original notice so 15 schools public schools in Illinois are fighting that fight right now in addition to a host of private schools what i'm advocating this board do right now is go through a reasoned policy implementation and line that out what does our circuit breakers look like what are our tripwires look back like in the case of of mitigations that don't see me working rates go up but we start with, under the Open Meeting Act, if this board provides notice tonight of a meeting in one week, this policy can be implemented. Open Meetings Act requires a minimum of one week notice. So if we made notice available within the next 24 hours, within one week, we could have a mass choice policy. Now, and I wholeheartedly recommend putting tripwires into place, if this, then. But we do it right away and under OMA, that could happen one week from tonight. We will get notice from the state. And we'll fight that fight. But when did we ever tell our kids, don't fight the good fight? You know, I tell you, so we will, we will have a path of appeal. We'll have a path of hearings. We'll have a path of going. But during this course, the state's enjoined from stopping IHSA action. The state's enjoined from negatively influencing funding issues, and they're enjoined now, at the end of 90 days, roughly, we might go the better part of discretion is to put masks on. We might argue that in 89 days, the better part of discretion is to join the state in a lawsuit to prevent them from pulling accreditation, as as I'm writing Kendall County. So to somehow walk away from that challenge seems to walk away from our responsibilities. All of us. So, yeah, does anybody does anybody relish the idea of going into court against the state or fighting that battle? No, of course not. But, folks, look, look what we thought we knew about this. How do we know what the next 90 days are going to look like? This is last March. Our governor and the head of public health. So, can we say 90 days? But if that means our kids get through football season and homecoming and they have a somewhat normal fall, Certainly, Beach put them through what we put him through. So
2: Thank you so much. Three minutes have elapsed. I'm sorry? Three minutes have From elapsed. second
0: timeline? Mm-hmm. Great. I yield. Thank you again for your consideration. I'm
12: sorry. Hi, my name's JoLynn.
1: I'm, I'm you am sure, need to wear a mask. Actually,
12: I have something to tell you that's federal law that you're violating. You know, if you don't put a mask so on. Under board, Title 21 of meetings. USC, Federal Food and Drug Cosmetic Act, otherwise known as FD&C Act, this serves as notice that the mandate for any individual to wear a mask against COVID-19 Ma'am, for employment, attendance, on, education, and other institutions violates federal law. All COVID-19 masks, whether surgical N95 or respirators are all considered medical device.
1: I move the board recess the meeting until an alternate date may be determined. So I move the board recess the meeting Uh to Thursday September 16th um, at 5 p.m. Likely that meeting will be virtual. Um and at that at such meeting we will consider the remaining items on the agenda. May I have a second second
7: second
1: may I have a roll call vote please, Julia? Dr. Benson. Aye. Ms. Davis. Aye. Dr. Schraubacker.
4: Aye.
2: Ms. Zinzer. Aye. Mr. Burns? Aye. Mr. Noble? Aye. Motion carries.